good morning and welcome to VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor on Friday, September the 15th, uh, the day before St. Ledger Day. So everyone's going to be piling in the market today because it's selling May, go away, come back on St. Ledger Day. It's been a horrible summer. Pile in, come on, buy the equity market. Actually, we are going to be up today. It's going to be quite a good day in the market. Anyway, uh, look, first of all, sorry about yesterday. We just started recording and a fire alarm went off. So we all had to evacuate the building. So we didn't manage to get a 5-Minute Morning out. Uh, today, uh, Ollie is down in Lille watching the World Cup rugby. Paul Rankin is still down, lost somewhere in Cornwall. There's no mobile reception down there, take my word, I know, uh, at the Cornish Mining Conference. So it's me and David Scriven. David, how are you? Very good indeed. And on that optimistic note, Andrew, uh, iron ore has been moving higher, helped by the sort of Chinese news from the BBOC that they're adding cash by cutting lenders' reserve requirements. There's also been a rise in new home prices across 17 cities. Bear in mind also we've got the seasonal construction season working in our favour here until at least the end of October. And there were some better economic stats out to industrial production and retail sales. Uh, yesterday, some brokers were upping target prices. So Rio, for example, was up from £5.4 to 6 by JP Morgan. And I note that that Bloomberg Commodities Index, very interesting, technicals turned positive. We're currently at 108 and we should be challenging that high of 112. So there's a, a, a positive start, Andrew. Well, this is a bit of a change for the morning mining. We're not doing just RNSs. It's quite good. Actually, on that point, I mean, actually, Canadian stocks, mining stocks last night were very, very strong. Uh, today, we're seeing headlines, of course, of uranium hitting uh, high peaks that haven't been seen for, God, nearly 20 years, like 15 years. So... All the uranium bulls are jumping up and down like, I don't know what, obviously in the UK, the sort of the safe way to play, I suppose, is, is uh, yellow cake. You've also got Geiger. Um, but over in, in Canada, we like uh, fission uranium, uh, which is one of our favorites. Um, and also myriad uranium we've been talking about quite a little bit. So uh, if you want to know more about those two, do give us a shout. Uh, both good ways of playing the uranium market, if that's what you like. Uh, now, also, it's maybe worth just uh, quickly mentioning we didn't do one yesterday. Um, if you, we did have results or, or drilling update from Andrada Mining. Uh, we also had some very good drill updates from uh, Cornish Metals. Um, and in fact, a crowdfunding round has just started again for Cornish Tin. So quite a lot going on in Cornwall. Uh, again, if you want to talk about any, and Tungsten West produced their finals and reporting accounts yesterday. Um, not Cornwall, actually Devon, but Southwest England. If anybody wants to talk about any of those, um, probably again, best to talk directly to us, but we can um, give more more feedback on all of them if people want. Um, and then actually today, David, uh, I don't know, we had uh, Petra Diamonds. Petra's been a very difficult one, of course. Uh, it got itself into a lot of trouble a few years back, but it looks as though it's starting to pull itself out. Yes. Um, and uh, just to kind of report from the news that we had out this morning, uh, production, these are the prelims for 2023. Production uh, was 2.6 million carats, slightly below guidance. Uh, they have had operating challenges at Williamson. I believe this is a tailing, tailings storage failure, which lasted quite some months, but that's now restarted um, in July of the month. Uh, revenue was three. 325 million versus 563. Now, average prices 
uh, are down 14%, so 161 carats to 139. Costs have been up as well. However, um, the adjusted EBITDA beat uh, broker's estimates at 113 versus an estimate of 98. And consolidated debt, net debt was 176 million versus 40. Now, the company has stated that they're on track to increase production by 1.3 million carats by 2026. And they note um, that they envisage a supply deficit in the market in the medium term, which should be supportive to them uh, over that sort of time frame. So some of these disappointments are already digested by the market. And as I say, the EBITDA beat estimates. David, you, you could almost get a job as uh, an analyst around here. That was very impressive uh, <laughs> uh, run through the Petrodiamond results. Uh, it's also actually worth mentioning uh, Baker Steel, uh, which is a, a mining uh, investment trust, um, had their interims today. Um, now, I mention it because they actually make one or two quite interesting comments, I think. Uh, unfortunately, they have, you know, it's a fully invested investment trust. So they don't have a lot of liquidity, which, which makes life very difficult. Um, and their interims, the NAV was actually down 15.2%. Um, and they do make the comment that at the end of August, their NAV was down 16.8%. Um, uh, but their share price was down 25.5%, uh, which shows um, just how tough it is in the mining sector at the moment. Um, but it's it's uh, they do make a couple of comments that I think are quite interesting. One is it says, it is of note that as recently as June 2021, company was trading at an NAV, was trading at NAV, a reminder of how quickly market perceptions of investor sentiment can change towards the mining sector. No need to tell us that. They're absolutely right there. And then they also say financing new projects for junior mining development companies is arguably tougher than it has been since the period following the global financial crisis, i.e. trying to finance mining is harder than it has been for 15 years. Uh, and that tells you everything. You know what? At the end of the day, it can't go on. The world doesn't exist without mining. We cannot carry on with no new money going into mining. The world will grind to a halt. So at some stage, the mining sector is going to absolutely boom. It's just a case of when and which stocks to play. For that, you need to come and talk to VSA Capital directly. On that link, uh, uh, note, sorry, not link, uh, let's call it. Actually, just one other one I'll quickly mention as we're talking very sort of big picture here. So it's gone on more than five minutes probably. Um, but I do notice that uh, I've been following in the last couple of weeks uh, that Chile, where a lot of people have got very concerned about the, the government and it making mining difficult. Actually, they seem to be getting to grips, um, particularly with the lithium players, um, and working out a very good relationship. It, it has been uh, on Twitter quite a lot. I don't, it's a lot of news. But Cleantech Lithium um, is a Chilean uh, lithium player. And I think they've been a pretty good market. Um, Actually, so far, year to date, they're up 50%, uh, which is pretty good. Um, but if Chile really is sorting that out, that's the stock probably to look at. So I'll just mention that one on a Friday as well. Why not? Uh, but on that note, David, unless you've got anything else to say, go and enjoy the weekend. No, sir. And you likewise. Well, not quite yet. Do a day's work first, actually, and then you can enjoy the weekend. <laughs> Very good. We'll all be back on Monday. Thanks. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.